Hey, I'm Tom Polifka, and over the last 11 years, I've quietly been building online businesses that have sold millions of dollars in products and services, which created the financial freedom for me to pursue my purpose. In the beginning, it felt like throwing everything against the wall just to see what would stick. And through many lessons learned, I've become the digital entrepreneur I am today. Somebody who can apply the best practices of online marketing, automation, and advertising to virtually any business. Yet there was something missing. I was curious if I could build something bigger than myself while helping others do the same. If you're curious how to build an online business that fuels you and serves others, then I welcome you to the Curious Hero Podcast. Let's get this journey started. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Tom Polifka, and in today's episode, I'm going to be going solo. Normally, we have guests on the show on Tuesdays uh, sharing entrepreneurial stories, and last week, uh, hopefully, you got to listen to Kelsey Rowell's story. She's the founder of Whole Life Nurse and helps nurses you know, make more money, have a more fulfilling career, giving them the tools and uh, strategies uh, that she's learned by helping others. Uh, and helping hundreds, if not thousands of nurses do just that. So definitely recommend listening to that episode, episode 22 with Kelsey Rowell. And I wanted to share other stories of other entrepreneurs as well, little bite-sized bits that I think will help you if you're uh, creating a, a new business, maybe you're trying to move your business online and really trying to further hone in exactly how you're going to make the offer for your product. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking more specifically about selfishness. (laughs) When you think about selfishness, you might think about the person that you know that's narcissistic or seems to only care about themselves all the time. They never ask about you, your family, how how they're doing and really care. Um, But selfishness, we all have it. Um, It's all in us. And more specifically, depending on the scenario, we are usually very selfish when it comes to purchasing uh, solutions to our problems. So what does this have to do with online business? Well, in 2020, we've had a record number of new businesses created. And whether those were businesses like brick and mortars moving their businesses online, maybe it's like a yoga studio who moved their teachings online, or just new businesses being created by people who had, uh, you know, maybe lost their job or decided they wanted to start a new business online. And so with this new influx of uh, entrepreneurs, uh, I'm seeing a consistent theme and many, many issues, obviously, that come up with online business. Um, obviously, there's a lot of technical problems, a lot of questions around tools and software, um, but really the main issue that it comes down to where people are struggling the most, I think, is understanding their consumer, understanding the customer. What is it that they want? What are they selfish about right then and there? And when I say right then and there, what I'm meaning is you need to give people a reason to buy now. If they don't uh, have a reason to make the purchase right then, <clears throat> they'll move along. They'll they'll forget most likely never come back to your product or your page unless you have ads that are running to remind them or email marketing to follow up after they visited the page. So unless you're following up with them and able to follow up with them, you need to give them a reason to buy now. You need to force them into a decision of this is the best time to make this purchase, whether that is because a discount's going away, maybe enrollment is closing, Um, But humans, we need a little push. We need a little nudge in order to 
to make that final buying decision. So when was the last time, you know, that you did this? I, I know for myself, uh, numerous things come up. Most recently was over the uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Um, there were a lot of deals obviously being thrown around. Uh, There's a few of them that I was uh, actively looking at and a couple of them that I took advantage of. Uh, and these were two software companies um, that I liked. I've used their products um, and then they had uh, two offers or they had an offer um, that was really good. And so, but I, I didn't make the purchase right away. There was a, a countdown um, until that offer was going away. And so I ended up making the purchase on the final day. So we're all, we can all be uh, succumb to this uh, concept of, you know, being forced into making a decision. And that's really what you want to do with people who um, you're trying to help, you're adding value, you're serving your customer by solving their problem. But you also have to make sure that they know why they need to buy right then, right there. What I'll do next is going to share some stories uh, about other entrepreneurs that I've worked with, uh, share with you some of the products and services that they're offering, uh, how they're using selfishness and the concept of giving them a reason to purchase now um, for their customers uh, in all different uh, industries. And so this will be fun for for those of you that uh, are thinking of starting or trying to sell a new product, new service. It'll give you an idea as far as how how you can look at your customer and and frame your offer um, so that it hits that criteria of really speaking to solving their problem then um, to give them a reason to buy now. Uh, Before I do that, though, I do want to share a story of uh, an interesting thing that happened about uh, 11 years ago. Uh, This was in 2009. This was uh, the the fall after the uh, 2008 uh, financial crisis where you know, all the homes were being foreclosed. And actually, my wife and I were, were looking to, to buy a home. We uh, are, had just got married, and we were looking to buy our first home. And the reason why this is relevant to this uh, conversation is uh, I was very selfish. We were very selfish, and we were, we were wanting to, you know, obviously, as new home buyers. Uh, be able to afford um, a home that we want. Uh, the, luckily, the home prices were more drastically reduced because of the crash, the financial crash. Uh, there was a lot of uh, short sales, foreclosures out there, and there was also a lot of legislation that was, uh, you know, potentially going to be passed that would benefit first-time home buyers. And the reason why this is relevant is because. This was very selfish. Nobody else cared about the home buyer, first home buyer credit unless you were looking at buying a home. Maybe if you were a home builder, you know, and maybe in the real estate industry, uh, you would want to make sure that that bill got passed. But I'll tell you, I've never watched, I've never watched uh, before or as much after um, that event where um, it was Congress and they were talking about the first time homebuyer credit and how this was going to apply. Was it going to be a credit to your taxes or a deduction? Uh, how much, uh, who is going to be eligible? Um, so, you know, I was watching, you know, daily, you know, the updates and, uh, was this actually going to, um, help us as a family, as a new, newly married couple, um, acquire and purchase our first home. So that just goes to show you like, you know, I was watching C-SPAN, which was, you know, live coverage of uh, inside Congress, inside the Senate. Uh, and I learned more about what happens or doesn't happen 
in those hearings uh, than I probably ever cared to know. Um, but I was very, you know, conscious that we were going to be purchasing a home. And if we were going to be eligible for a first time home buyer credit, um, I wanted to be eligible for that. Um, and so the, this all comes back to the fact that we all care about ourselves and what's happening with our family. And for us at that moment, you know, we were going to be buying a home. So we were very interested in if we were going to get whatever eight or $10,000 credit on our taxes by becoming a first time home buyer. Uh, so hopefully you can understand how, how important it is to, to be really dialed in with understanding what's going on with your customer right now. How can you solve their problem right now? And how can you give them a reason to purchase right now? And you might be saying to yourself, well, Tom, I'm, I'm not a selfish person. I actually have really good intentions. I want to make sure that my vet, the value that I'm providing is, is uh, given to the most people in the world. And I would give it away for free if I could. And trust me, I get it. I, I'm a very giving person myself. Uh, selfishness uh, is not something that I would call, I would not call myself selfish uh, as just a general trait. And I don't think most people would call me selfish or narcissistic or, or only caring about myself. But I'll tell you, when you're making decisions and decisions to purchase something are generally purchased on emotion. You need to make sure that your product, your offer really taps into that emotion and allows them to see that that's the best solution for their problem. And I, and I say this, uh, when I was an insurance agent, uh, you know, selling auto, home, life insurance, selling life insurance seemed like the hardest thing to do because the person uh, that was purchasing it generally, you know, would not be able to take advantage of it obviously after they've passed, um, you know, so it's, it was up to their family, you know, to, to have those funds available to continue on living, um, without having to be burdened financially, um, after the spouse or the significant other had passed away. So how do you articulate a reason to buy now when it's a product that's, you know, potentially not going to be used for years and it may expire depending on what type of product it was. So the way that we did this um, was we used almost a reverse uh, psychology for selfishness. We would make sure that both the husband and wife were in the same room when making the buying decision for life insurance uh, because who in their right mind would look at their spouse and say, you know, I'm going to pass on the life insurance when that other person is in the room that looks as if you're being very selfish and you don't care about the other person. Um, and no matter who the breadwinner is, or if, uh, if, uh, they both uh, are making a living for the family, um, it doesn't matter. It's, it's how they deem themselves as being potentially selfish to the other person. And so, um, making the decision to buy life insurance for both uh, husband and wife or the, uh, the mom and dad, um, in that scenario was very simple. Okay, so I'm going to share some stories of some entrepreneurs that I mentioned before, uh, some of the products that they're selling, uh, the market that they're uh, selling to, and kind of give you a little um, idea, you know, behind the scenes of of how these offers uh, came about and how we've tweaked them along the way, uh, and then also some future uh, thoughts uh, as I'm talking about them for for those that are listening. So we mentioned Kelsey Rowell, um, the founder of Whole Life Nurse, and uh, she was on the episode before she shared her story of starting her business. And so she was a nurse, um, you know, for I think five years or so. 
and uh, by the bedside, uh, you know, had, had come into a situation where she wanted to earn more. She, she wanted to get out of the bedside role. And so she found other alternative ways to do that. Um, you know, by asking for raises, by negotiating with their, with uh, the recruiters, um, finding other alternative positions. And so over the years, she started to notice that a lot of nurses weren't, weren't doing this. Um, they weren't uh, trying to find these alternative uh, positions at other hospitals or even knew the opportunity existed that they could ask for a raise and, and how would they ask for it um, so that they would ultimately ensure the, that the hospital would give them the raise. Otherwise, you know, basically a fear of missing out that that hospital would would lose out on that individual. So, so Kelsey, um, you know, she sells trainings and, and, uh, courses and workshops for nurses. And the way that, you know, she looks at this and the way that selfishness can come into play in this scenario is the nurse wants to make more money. Um, especially these days, you know, during 2020 with COVID, nurses are uh, overstretched. They're, you know, obviously put in very uh, dangerous positions um, and potentially life-threatening, um, more so than they ever have before. And so they're very stressed out. They're um, having to, to, to wear a lot more uh, protective gear. All of these things are coming to play. And then on top of that, you've got the normal office politics, the normal uh, things that go along with uh, with the job. And so what Kelsey's done is she's seen uh, this need for helping nurses, you know, overcome those specific things, finding other positions that might pay more, um, how to craft their dream career as a nurse by, by learning um, the negotiation methods, uh, and just other ways to help them have a better experience as being a nurse, something that a lot of these uh, men and women um, have wanted to do uh, for for very long. My wife uh, was a nurse, and I remember one of the things that uh, she showed me when she was like four or five years old. Um, she created a drawing, and uh, it had her um, as being a nurse when she grew up. And it's just really uh, uh, interesting how that turned out. And so, I've lived with a nurse. Uh, you know, I live with a nurse, um, and I understand uh, I understand that position very well. And so what Kelsey does, is she helps nurses by solving their primary pain points, um, which could be they want to make more money, they want to get into a role, a, a different, uh, um, maybe a different position within uh, their expertise. Uh, they want to know like what's possible outside of the current role they're in. And then how do you get them to make the purchase now? Um, there's a few tools that we've uh, you know, implemented with, with Kelsey regarding, uh, creating deadlines. We mentioned, you know, one of the ways to, to make them make a buying decision right then and there is having an open and closed enrollment periods. Uh, maybe it's a, a timer that is specific to that individual that allows them to, uh, you know, associate a, a timestamp that says, okay, you've got three days to make this buying decision. Otherwise we're going to remove the discount or the discount goes away. Um, so those are some of the ways that you can basically manage, uh, the, uh, fear of missing out or that ability to make that buying decision right then and there. So that's Kelsey that, you know, that's the nursing field. So, so what else is there? 
Then we've got Amy Pelkey from pausetoremember.org. Uh, Amy was also on the podcast not too long ago uh, and shared her um, experience of you know being a nurse anesthetist and getting into entrepreneurship and really trying to help women um, who have experienced uh, pregnancy loss or infant loss uh, and helping them get through that time period because she also experienced that. Uh, we experienced that as a family many people experience, uh, you know, infant and pregnancy loss, uh, and have a hard time understanding what's available to them as far as support during such a difficult time. Uh, so Amy created a, uh, initially a, a, a mini workshop, uh, to help them, you know, get through the, the hardest times, uh, and getting through it with meditation, mindfulness, uh, yoga, um, some, um, some practices on a daily basis that allow them to uh, get past, uh, you know, this time period where uh, really you're just trying to manage on a day-to-day basis your emotions and trying to just, um, you know, let time heal and really uh, pause and reflect uh, as far as what's what's occurred. So Amy uh, created Pause to Remember, um, an amazing concept, uh, helping women, uh, and men, uh, basically families, uh, overcome, uh, such traumatic loss, uh, at a time where you should be really happy and excited. Um, you know, like I said, my wife and I both experienced, uh, we, we experienced that as, as new expecting, uh, parents, uh, having to go through that was one of the most difficult times in our life. And so I can imagine there, are, you know, the people that she's going to be able to help. So for her business, uh, you know, it's one of these things where obviously the reason to purchase uh, a product like that, you know, mindfulness, yoga practices that will help you uh, clear your mind, get a little bit more stable emotionally, um, allow yourself to to heal and to, to overcome such a dark period. Um, there needs to be a lot of uh, discussion around what are the, you know, what are the emotions you're experiencing at that time, um, and how can you help them make that decision to purchase that right then and there. And some of the things I've mentioned uh, to Amy as far as inc- improving her her offer to to these families and to these women is to uh, just articulate what you know, what she went through that she can empathize. She knows exactly, you know, what they were going through when, when she went through it uh, years ago. Uh, and so you'll be able to create that bond and that relationship. Um, they'll understand that, that she knows what they're going through and then talking about what are some of the things that were effective that helped her get through that moment and showing them that it's possible and it will take some time, but here's a product, here's a, a solution uh, that can help you during this uh, this difficult time. Another entrepreneur I want to mention uh, is Joanne Keller. Joanne is a founder of uh, Hands for Living. Uh, she's an occupational therapist, uh, owns uh, a therapy clinic uh, up in Washington and uh, Washington State, uh, and. Uh, so she's been in the business for years, uh, you know, 15, 20 years, I believe, uh, and really has established herself as a, um, a go-to uh, resource um, for other occupational therapists. So beyond, you know, her uh, helping clients that have had hand injuries, shoulder um, injuries, uh, recuperate or uh, rehabilitate uh, those injuries, 
Um, she has now become a coach to other business owners uh, and other occupational therapists looking to start their own therapy practice. Um, so selling, you know, the concept of transferring that knowledge over to them um, and looking at it from like, what is, what is that therapist going through right, right then? What, what, why would they decide to start their own business and, and get some coaching to help them uh, improve or to um, accelerate that process? And so she looks back to when she made that decision and, you know, she made that decision to, you know, start her own practice coming from another uh, private practice and really thought about like, you know, what are the expenses? What are, what are the things I need to know and need to understand and how can she can take that information pass that along to, uh, the newest, uh, you know, occupational therapist and really help them hopefully avoid some of the big pitfalls that she, uh, she went through, um, so that they can have, um, you know, a simpler, uh, entry into the business. Now they're still going to have to make mistakes just like anything, just like an online business. Uh, you know, even if you come into this with a vast knowledge, you're still going to have to make mistakes in order to really learn exactly what's happening. But, you know, so Joanne, um, joannekeller.com, she offers training if you're an occupational therapist or know somebody who is, um, she helps other occupational therapists basically, you know, look into starting their own practice um, through coaching. Uh, So again, why would somebody want to make that change right then? What are some of the things from a selfish perspective uh, for them? They may maybe want to take more control of their of their life and their career by starting their own clinic and not working at somebody else's clinic or hospital. Uh, and so how can you look at where those people are at right then and there and where, especially if you're a coach or somebody that's trying to pass this knowledge on, how do you articulate that um, in the in an offer format and giving them a reason to buy right then? Another entrepreneur I want to mention uh, is Krista Kehoe. Uh, so Krista Kehoe uh, is a business and life coach. Uh, so Krista helps entrepreneurs uh, shatter their self-imposed glass ceilings, which I thought was a really cool uh, slogan or saying. Um, but as entrepreneurs, especially online entrepreneurs, uh, we're always faced with, you know, these um, self-limiting beliefs, um, and we have a hard time getting past, you know, the uh, "Who am I?" syndrome, and uh, you know, looking at what other people are doing and trying to uh, say, "Well, I can't, you know, do what they're doing, and so I'm just not going to do anything." Uh, so what Krista does, you know, as a certified life coach, uh, she's gone through training. She works with people every week. Uh, you know, going through a framework. Uh, And so she's articulated, you know, her framework into the ability to to help online entrepreneurs uh, with the mindset and and using a framework to get past these, these thoughts and these emotions that are basically causing them to to not do anything. Uh, And in turn, basically using massive action through a framework that allows them to continue making progress in their business. Um, so, uh, she's offering, uh, an entry level, uh, training, um, self-guided training with, uh, the ability to work with her more in a group setting, uh, and helping online entrepreneurs get through those, those stumbling blocks, uh, using a proven framework, um, that she's been basically practicing for, uh, for years. 
And then last but not least, I wanted to talk about Todd Hart. Um, so Todd Hart from GoToddHart.com. You can go look at him there. He hasn't been on the um, show to share his entrepreneurial journey yet. So we will have him on for that. Uh, he was actually on an on a early episode talking about technical uh, uh information, doing a Q&A with me as far as asking me questions related to, uh, you know, creating a sales funnels and those kind of things. But uh, in, this, in this example, I wanted to share with you what he's up to these days. Um, and it's more important than ever, especially with 2020, the, the mental, you know, people's mental states uh, are very, uh, um, very broken. And so Todd has created a few courses, um, that help people live an untethered life. Um, and what I love about that saying is basically it just frees you up from those emotional blocks. Um, and, uh, when I think about Todd, he's one of these guys that, uh, I've become very good friends with him and, uh, really, um, if you can call somebody just very unselfish, <laughs> he is definitely very unselfish. Um, and, he wants to help people, you know, get through those blocks, um, things that have held him back in the past. He's overcome and he shares those experiences with you, uh, as well as stories from other people he's helped coach, um, along the way too. So, um, definitely wanted to share, you know, Todd, as well as everyone else's stories. I've got many more, uh, entrepreneurs that I work with closely that I'm looking forward to sharing, uh, more with you about them. Um, and how they're using their business, their online business, uh, to sell their products and services, thinking about the end consumer, uh, what does that end consumer want and, and what's going to make them purchase right then and there. Um, and, uh, hopefully this has helped you in your business and creating the next phase for you and thinking about that, that customer. And even though they are selfish at that point in time, um, how can you, curate your offer uh, to make sure that it speaks directly to that person's need uh, and gives them a reason to purchase now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I know I did. I, I love sharing stories uh, from you know what's helped me in the past, sharing stories of other entrepreneurs, uh, giving you little bite-sized nuggets of those uh, four or five individuals that we um, talked about their businesses and what they do, thinking about your customer and how uh, you can help them fulfill that selfish need uh, to solve their problem at that moment and giving them that reason to purchase. Um, uh, again, it's all about what the customer wants and why are they you know, coming to you for that solution. And so hopefully this episode has helped. I really enjoyed uh, sharing this with you. Uh, and until next time, stay curious and be your own hero. 